wise our strongest yet our strongest yet that our is least, true our least like a siren but our most most musical. like a music a note a note we hit <laughs> notes we hit notes and um the person you are now listening to speak is of course my name joel kim booster <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> we won't be taking that again that's the that's the version that we're going and with the person you are now listening to speak of course my name is Mitra Joel. <laughs> no other way to put that <laughs> no other way we could have done it we are you are now listening to urgent care um a call and advice podcast hosted by two people whose brains are slowly deteriorating uh week by week in real yeah. time you get to track that deterioration um and you just saw you know just a little tidbit of it we haven't even gotten to any of the meat of the podcast and already i am have uh. see i can't <laughs> I was going so strong. That sentence was going so well until the, uh, the very end. Until yeah, the you, very end. I really, because I was like, did he freeze? And then I, I really watched the light leave your eyes. Mm-hmm. And I could, you could feel it. The, the, light, the light leaving hurt around the world. Yeah. Um, but Joel, I got to say, uh, you, you look really good. You really? Have a little, you have a, a nice little glow to you today. I well, I say. think it's just the ring light, honestly. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay, I'll take it. I I will say I feel this is what's going on with me this week. I um, well, I didn't even get to ask. How no, are you? I robbed how you of that. How are you? Okay, <laughs> silencing women, <laughs> silencing women. <laughs> As always, um, I have transitioned. I have transitioned over to fall clothes. Um, because as far as it can get to fall in LA, it is now here. Mm-hmm. And I, something about the pandemic, I haven't bought new clothes in ages and certainly not since the pandemic began. And I have forgotten how to dress. I don't know how to dress myself anymore. I I like went out, I had to go to the pharmacy today and I was like, I should put on some nice clothes for this, a, an event, an event today. And I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't, I don't. I don't know how to dress myself anymore. Do you know how to dress yourself? I didn't ever. So, no. <laughs> I've never seen a picture of myself and been proud of the outfit. So, it, but it is nice to sort of release myself of that and be like, well, now I definitely have lost whatever connection I had to dressing properly. It is gone. There's nothing left. And I can fully embrace the fact that I just want to be in my big quilted jacket every single day. <laughs> this, the jacket that I'm currently wearing, um, comes free. If you refer someone to Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been wearing this every day. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess I do know how to dress yeah. as long as it's free from Peloton. Free referrals. from Peloton. You are sort of a, uh, a swag bag dresser that I've noticed that about you. I, w- it, I will it, wear the free stuff. If it comes in a tote, if it's branded, Mitra will wear it. But it has yeah. to come in a tote. 
in the lobby of a hotel. Oh yeah. I'm, I, I love stuff that came from like the front, like when, when like you're walking out of a hotel and they're like, do you want this? It's like, yeah, I want it. And then I really do wear it. And that is my style. (laughs) (laughs) My, my beauty, that's like sort of my beauty regimen too, is stuff that is free. Um, it's working for me. Yeah. <laughs> so the the only other thing that's happening to me today is it is incredibly disorienting. I have lost my favorite mask in one of the three rooms that I spend most of my time in. And it is to lose something in this period of our lives is the most I feel crazy mm-hmm. because it's I've not only lo- lost something in my tiny house that I spend all of my time in, but mm-hmm. I've also lost something that I use every day. Yeah, I keep I've lost all of my masks and now I'm starting to lose wits masks, too. <laughs> and I don't know how I do it, but I am capable. I am capable of so much. <laughs> you, you are. You can do anything you set your mind to. Yeah, I, I really am a, like a loser of things. I I I. I'm very messy and just like put, I, I re- my big thing is I just like, I, I don't clear out like totes. I, I just set the tote down and then I go on my way. So probably there's just a tote with like 80 masks in it somewhere. So if anyone, anyone can find that, um, somewhere in my car, that would be yeah. great. I, I really miss this mask though. It was so comfy and it had Dolly Parton on it. If any of the listeners see it, please return <laughs> it to me. I'm going to list out my full address right here on the pod. JK, I would never do that. You jackals listening. I don't know what you do with that information. Well, if you want Joel's address, DM me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I wouldn't even give it to you, Mitra. I wouldn't even give it to you. In fact, I actually don't know if I know where you live now since you moved. I'll tell you offline. (laughs) We love to titillate our listeners with with our conversations offline. That yeah, just let just letting them know that we have communication off the pod. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Mitra, how the hell are you? Um, I'm okay. Um, I feel anxious. We're recording this. Oh my god, is this going to come out after? This will come out after the election. Oh. So you listening to it? You guys <laughs> listening to this podcast right now? I can't. But we should have said that right off the bat because to hear me blather on about clothes and my lost mask as the country is possibly going through the worst turmoil that could possibly be happening right it's now, so or maybe a, a wave of relief. Who knows? Oh my god! It's. I mean, it's just crazy to like think that one week from now, it. We'll just um, probably be bad, but we don't know how (laughs) and in what way. Well, we Um, might. Honestly, there's a chance that the people listening to this will not know who the president is yet. Yes. Well, it's like I just think they're like it's like, okay, is it bad because Trump won? Is it bad because Biden won? And um, there's like a different kind of war. (laughs) Or is it bad because we don't know who won? And I don't I don't know. I um. It is. It's just hard to think about um, anything else or do anything else. Um, I've um, kind of. Uh, I ordered um, delivery buca de beppo two days ago. Um, so <laughs> that's the situation <laughs> that's going on with me. Um, I don't. I mean, I. You know, I'm on record as being like you know, very pro dominoes, very, uh, Mm -hmm. like pro fast food, loving everything Mm -hmm. that is stupid. But I will say like 
when I clicked confirm order on Buca de Beppo delivery, I knew that a, a shift had taken, yeah. had, had happened. And a dark place. I have, I have gone somewhere that I cannot come back from. <laughs> and, um, it, it was good, but it, di- it didn't feel good to decide to do. <laughs> um, How was it? It was good. Uh, they they give me lemonade in a bag. <laughs> like a big, like, you know, the bags that come inside of the Franzia boxes. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah. like that, but just like loose, like a loose bag of lemonade. And it's still in my fridge. And I've just been like dumping out cups of le- Buca de Beppo lemonade. <laughs> Which like feels disgusting. I don't know why. Like the, it tastes good, but like the act of doing it feels mm-hmm. so gross to me, and I don't know why. Um, and then yeah, I got I got a bunch of other stuff, um, and I should have gotten less because I forgot how big the portions are at Buca de Beppo. So to anybody ordering Buca de Beppo, get about half as much as you think you'll need. Otherwise, you're going to be eating it for the rest of the week. I think that's I think that's really what I'm going to do on election night, which Order. we. Uh, we we will be recording on election night, dear listener. Um, so it, two weeks from now, you'll be hearing our our episode on election night, which is going to be a wild one. So get those calls and emails in now, please. Yeah, I'm starting to forget why we decided to do that, but we have committed to doing that. <laughs> we have committed to doing it. It's one of the most deranged stunts that we've ever pulled is to... On a stunt um, with no payoff because it's happening two weeks later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's two weeks like it's later... A, it's not like, wait, should we do a live app? <laughs> We're too late to plan this. It's way too late to plan this. It's way too late to plan this. But we should do that sometime. We should do a live episode on Zoom with people and like in in the comments people would love that i bet and we could raise money for a great cause like buka Buka de beppo (laughs) (laughs) wow if we like find struggling buka de beppos across america and like fundraise so that mutual aid for buka de beppo I reveal that I've never donated to charity. I'm just <laughs> donating to. Yeah, all Buca the hygiene kits have actually gone to Buca de Beppo's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's just us putting together care packages for Buca de Beppo employees, which, you know, you know what? Maybe they, they might need, need them. them. Yeah, if they, they might if, need them. If you're a Buca de Beppo employee in need of a hygiene kit, absolutely hit me up. <laughs> do you have, do you have a, do you have like a wellness plan for election post like the election and beyond? Um, like the day itself or yeah. well, um, the day itself. And then also if things don't go our way. <laughs> well, so I, uh, I deactivated Twitter today. I'm, I like, wow. um, and that's going to stay off until after the Good. election. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of, I feel like that was like the big thing where I was like, I need to do this. I feel like I, I deactivate often and I should just do it forever. But I really was like, what We're am I doing? Ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And um, other wellness plan. I'm just trying to um, be I don't know. I, I want to be like very alone that day. Really? Um, yeah. See, I'm the I'm the opposite. I think, well, that's probably why I pushed for us to record because it was sort of my push to record. You you posed the question and I answered it and said we should. And but I'm also I'm going to be at a at a I'm going to be at a gathering with my pod. I'm going to be with my pod during the election because well, I 
I can't do alone. I was alone the last time and it was not fun. Well, and I was with a big, I was at full frontal. I was working at full frontal at that time, which was, you know, such a bubble and, um, the hubris of that. I mean, I think, you know, the, a lot of the country had their, the hubris of that, but I was like in a pocket of such confidence and then was, uh, one of the earlier, I would say, um, people who gave up that night, but it was, but I had to be there for work. Um, so I think it's just like the PTSD of that, of like being uh, really being around people past the point of wanting to be around people. Um, plus Wit and Patty are both out of town. So I, I might, might the people that I would probably want feel most comfortable spending that time with are not here. So I, I don't, I feel like the, it's just too many too many variables. So I would rather just really hole up and like not fucking talk to anybody. And what a mind fuck for everyone listening to us talk about. I just realized we shouldn't be talking about this. Because oh, yeah, because it's coming out after. It's I'd, coming out ugh. after. Well, maybe it'll be interesting. Yeah, maybe it'll be a fun little time capsule. <laughs> but also Otherwise, we can always cut. Traumatic. We can we can yeah. cut this also. If, it, if this yeah, feels yeah, yeah. like so stupid, then we can we'll cut kn- it. We'll know by that point if we should cut it. Yeah, fuck. I do feel like sick. We should. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a chance that this you might be hearing this right now and there's a chance that you might not. Um, So let's move on. Yes. Let's move on. Let's get into some updates. We have uh, two updates today. I think one that I'm I'm really excited by. um, Will you read this one, Mitra? Yes. Thank you. Okay. Hi, Mole and Jitra and Jitra and Mole in July and Chelsea. Imagine I was just driving down the interstate, enjoying the pod and minding my own fucking business. I was quite surprised when I heard my drunk ass prattling on about being a weird freak. I'd completely. Oh, should we say? Um, yes, this, this is, is the 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 Grinch who stole. Bitch miss. Bitch miss. Yes. Yeah. The person who likes being complimented during sex, but does not like reciprocating those compliments. Yes. But is a tra- like wants to have sex with these people. Yeah. Um, okay. To provide greater context, I am a cis woman who identifies as slutty. I do have a loving person in my life who is hot AF, but we live thousands of miles away and both have other partners because my emotional needs are met with this person. All I'm really looking for in other partners is physical intimacy and friendship. If it goes down that way. In my experience, a lot of partners say they're cool with that, but then develop an emotional connection or become affectionate in ways I don't or can't reciprocate. Pretending to reciprocate uh, absolutely drives me the fuck up and I don't want to lead anyone on. I did feel seen being told I was a weird freak. You're right, Joel. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Also very heartened by the lovely fans who also felt seen. Please forward any emails or whatever so the tribe can connect. Also, thank you to the caller who suggested I research gray sexuality. I've actually thought a lot about my identity and sexual orientation because as you've pointed out, it's kind of unusual. Essentially, I have a high libido and low sexual attraction. When I'm sexually attracted to someone like my main squeeze, I have romantic feelings toward them. My sexual and romantic orientations don't really line up, so I'm kind of aromantic most of the time, except when I'm not, and then I'm very romantic. If anyone knows if there's a term for that or what it is, hit me up. Thanks again, Grinch Who Stole Bitch Miss. Yeah, I think the... You, we just have to call you a Grinch. That's what we call that Because <laughs> I don't think there's a term for that specific thing. Not yet, anyways. I And you know what? I hope we have some amazing listener who knows what's up and knows what it is. But in the meantime, we will, we, uh, we'll just stick with Grinch, who stole yeah. Bitch Miss. And then... <laughs> 
Um, hopefully someone will, I feel like our, our listeners are so like, um, are so awesome. <laughs> that was what I was going to say. I was like, um, like just too, uh, too genuine. So let's move on. So, yeah. But- oh, and uh, by the way, we, we won't, we can't, we can't be doing this thing where we forward people's emails to go to the Reddit page. And yeah. Connect They're, They always, if you go to Earwolf, the Earwolf Reddit, they always post our episodes to our episodes um, on there and there's a discussion thread and you can go there and there's usually um, a mild discussion of our episodes going on on the Reddit and everyone is super nice over there at the Earwolf Reddit thread if you're nervous about Reddit. Yes. Um, we have another quick update um, and I'll read this one. Hey, Joel and Mitra, Mitra and Joel, you gave me some solid advice. So here's the thing. This is from a long time ago and I don't actually remember who this person is. This is from the early days before we were doing names even. So um, I can't tell you who this person is, but we'll get into it in the email. You gave me some solid advice when I had a question about evaluating a relationship for its long-term potential and not focusing too much on my checklist for long-term potential. I was worried because before this guy, my longer relationship was only four months and I'm in my mid-30s. This was back in episode 10 before you started naming everyone, so you didn't give me a name I could use to jog your memories, thus the whole description above. Anyway, point is, I wanted to give you both an update. First off, thanks for the great advice to not focus so much on a checklist and to go with how I'm feeling and give things a chance. Because of giving it a chance, me and my boyfriend just hit the one-year anniversary of our first coffee date. It's not world shat- It's not a world-shattering, drama-filled update of excitement, but it's a pretty positive one, and I thought I'd share it with you both. Love the pod. Still listening, obviously. Um, we love to hear this. We love to hear a happy update. We also. It is also crazy that you hit a one-year anniversary and... This podcast is only a year old, so I don't quite, I don't understand, but. But they also probably. Um, met before. Met before. And then yeah. we were, we were saying, keep going because you're not into this person. Yeah. I got it. I got um, you. I smell what you're cooking. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Joe. I'm sorry um, for questioning the timeline of your relationship. Um, but I love hearing this beautiful love story, especially in this dark and twisted time. Thanks so much for letting us know about your good news. And if you get married, of course, we are invited. Mm-hmm. Should we um, give her to a the name? Zoom wedding checklist? Oh. Checklist. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> there you go. You got it. You got it. You got your name finally. Um, we cannot do that for everybody that we did not name in the early days. I'm so sorry. Please don't call us. No. 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 This uh, only if date. only if we are somehow involved in your love story. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Your successful love story. I guess I will say also. <laughs> okay. Well, the sun is setting, so we have to take a break. Um, and <laughs> once sure. the sun is completely set, we can come back and begin the podcast in earnest. We are a golden hour podcast. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back. And we're back. And I, I just want to uh, thank you if you're still around after we did a com- another visual based joke. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but to those of you who are listening to this episode as the sun is setting for you, I congratulate you. You figured out the exact right time of day to start the podcast. Mm-hmm. 
which was 5 42 p.m <laughs> sure okay um saying well this will be anything. after daylight savings time so the sun will be setting at about 4 45 oh my god the election and daylight savings time. i know Enough. i know Enough. we gotta stop banking um it's too much for the listeners um it's too much but let's get into it shall we let's get into our very first call of the day i can't wait hi Joel and Mitra, Mitra and Joel, Mitra of the pod, love you both. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So I was fucking this guy for a while, and then I recently ended things. And he got pretty upset when I ended it, and he did block me on everything, which, you know, fine, fair, whatever. Um, but ever since then, I've just gotten really nervous because he has multiple videos of me sucking his dick. And his face isn't in it. My face obviously fully is. And we filmed them with the intention of posting them because he's done amateur porn before and I recently started an OnlyFans and that was like why we filmed it. Um, I'm obviously not going to post them now, but I just can't stop thinking about the fact that he might. And even if he doesn't, just the idea of him having them is really stressing me out. But I don't know if it's worth it for me to figure out a way to contact him, because that could just piss him off more. And, like, maybe he's already deleted them. Maybe I'm just being crazy. Um, but I just can't stop thinking about it and how uncomfortable it makes me that he has these videos and he could do whatever he wants with them. Because um, I feel like it wouldn't be super out of character of him to, if not post it, at least, like, share it with his friends. And I hate that. Um, but please help me. I love you. Bye. Okay, we've got a posting situation. Poster, OnlyFans, Lonely Fans. Um, like po- post hates, kill me, Tra Johari. <laughs> um, post hates. Yeah. Like, what is that a a play on? Like Postmates. Oh, post hates. <laughs> I don't feel good about it. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. No. I mean, I only had lonely fans, so I guess um, post hates it is. Okay. Um, because that's good. Because there is some hate involved in this. It sounds like it sounds like he hates her a little bit, and this is a this is a tricky situation. And yes, my I don't know. What do you think about this? I have some advice, but I'm I'm a little unsure about it. I feel unsure too because um. You know, it sounds like you're dealing with a volatile person. Um, and I feel like, you know, poking and prodding someone who all you said seems like someone who's going to share this stuff already and might ret- do something like in a sort of like revenge porn retaliatory way. Um, I, I don't know. It's hard. I, because it's like you don't want to wait till more time has passed because they might already post in that period of time. Like, I understand the there's a lot of math that comes with this. Um, I will say I didn't read necessarily that this guy was completely unhinged in this. I, I don't think, think unhinged, a- but it's like him like doing something, doing whatever he wants with them, so, like saying that wouldn't be out of character for this person. So that's someone who doesn't really like respect right, 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 right. our callers wishes or comfort um was what i got out of that i got that and 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 listener please correct both of us if we're both wrong which we often are i got that she was maybe that he is clearly hurt because he of the blocking but i i think that this is maybe coming from a place of neuroses as much as it is coming from 
his behavior. And I don't know. I don't want to like I there I we simply don't have the context. To, I just to think make like I have people in my life who have like stuff that I wouldn't want shared and I'm not worried about that happening. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, you know what I mean? Like, I think that is more like that fear comes from a lack of trust often Mm -hmm. in, in the person who possesses that kind of material. And like, I don't know. I I don't think like there's not a world in which I think like my ex-boyfriend would share things that I had sent or, or whatever, or like, you know, pictures of me or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, I just, I just don't see that happening. And I think like when you have that kind of like burning constant fear, it is like rooted in something like there's something Mm -hmm. driving that paranoia and it, and you know, it might be real. It might not, but like, I don't know. I, I think that it's based in something when, when people feel that way. Here's my advice. And you can tell me if this is too much boy brain going on Mm -hmm. for this kind of advice, because I know that this is a different situation than, than I, I would handle it differently as a boy. Then there are, you know, reasons why she might not want to do this, but I think it's fair to reach out and say like, Hey, can we meet up and have a post more at a public, at like a coffee shop, public place? Mm -hmm safety you know and then there you can sort of ask him physically can i see you delete the the videos mm-hmm. you know and if that if she feels comfortable doing that then i think like that's a really good way because confronted with it like in if she's sitting in front of him i don't think I don't think I don't know. It feels to me like that's the best way to get the peace of mind that you want is to see him actually delete it but yeah. that also might be a dangerous situation that I'm putting you in. No, I think it's like, I think it is all up to this person. I think if, if you, maybe you have like a mutual friend that you could reach out to and be like, Hey, I really want to talk to my ex about if you feel comfortable being like, there is like some sensitive stuff that he has that I really, I just like need to talk to him about it. I need to like get this taken care of just so I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like, because it is like, it's with, with this person blocking you, like you're the only way you're going to reach contact with, ha- make contact with them is like in a, in a position that might be feel like kind of violating or surprising to that person. Unless mm-hmm. maybe you like involve a trusted mutual friend or something like that. Like, I just think it all is like so tenuous, but, but I think like no matter what you have this fear, that fear is rooted in something real. You should try and make contact and see what you can do in a way that is safe for you. So, um, yeah. And also look so up the hard. revenge porn laws in your state. Cause it's like, yeah, I just think about like, you know, it, it would freak me out if like it was something where it's just my face. It's like, that is a, cause it's not empowering anymore. If it's not you like putting it out on mm-hmm. your only, like obviously the, the situation has really changed. And I think it is in, it is in both of your best interests to have a frank conversation about like what you consent to and what you're okay with now that the situation's changed. Because like, hopefully this person will like pleasantly surprise you and be like, Oh my God, I would never ever do that to you or anything like that. But you should know because it, I, I understand why you'd be freaking Is out. Is it weird that I feel like because he's done porn, he won't do it? I feel like porn people in that line of work are respect the sanctity of videos more so than the lay 
But this person is saying like it wouldn't be out of character for her ex to do something with the the videos. Mm. So I think, you know, Mm. depends on the person. Yeah. All right. Well, you heard it here first. Try and get in contact with him. Do your best. Be careful. Um, Mm -hmm. We love you and we support you no matter what you do. Um, um, but don't kill him. <laughs> don't kill him. Don't kill him, please. Um, that could then, come back. That could really blow back on us. Yeah, because then did. we don't we don't support that. Yeah, we have to say it for legal reasons. Chelsea makes us. Um, <laughs> speaking of Chelsea, Chelsea, will you reach in the bag and pull out the second call, please? Hi, Joel and Mitra. Mitra and Joel. My pronouns are she/her. Thank you. Um. Okay. So here's what's happening. Uh, I'm 24 years old, and I never learned how to drive. Um, It's been okay for me. I've managed to get by on, like, public transportation for the most part. Um, But until a certain global pandemic hit, I don't really feel comfortable being around strangers in public transportation. So I decided to take a driver's ed class. And it's been an okay experience. Um, I'm mostly surrounded by a bunch of teenagers, but I don't really mind them. My issue is with the teacher. Um, I thought she was pretty cool at first, but as time went by, I realized that she's uh, a Republican because she has been basically regurgitating things that Trump has said before, like she's telling us that COVID is nothing to be afraid of because there's a cure and the media has been lying to us. And she, the only time I really called her out on stuff she said was when she said something transphobic. I'm not going to say what it was, but it kind of feels like I don't really like that she's saying this to a bunch of kids for the most part. That's my issue. I honestly couldn't care less for her, but, uh, yeah, also, I'm just, I'm really just trying to get my driver's license. She also does, like, the driver's exam, so I don't really – I'm kind of scared of getting on her bad side because I really just want to get my license. But also, I really don't like that she's spreading this kind of misinformation to kids. So I'm kind of just wondering what to do about this. Um, yeah, that's basically my question. And uh, if Joel or Mitra – and or Mitra, if either of you or both of you are in Seattle, <laughs> you can sit on my face. I am a lesbian, but I will make an exception for you, Joel. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Thank wow. you so much. And, um, you know, I, I I will be in Seattle soon. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, you know, so, it it's in the realm of possibility. So you, guess what? I'm going to be so scared of COVID. I'm not going to leave where I'm staying. But thanks for the <laughs> offer. <laughs> no take backs. Um, this is you saying set me sit on my face is a legally binding uh, agreement between the two of you. Yes, so. because when I when I hear it, that means I agree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how that works. That's how consent works. Okay, what are we going to name her? Driver's Ed. Um, Driver's Eve. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, great. Okay. Um it's Driver's Eve, not Driver's Steve. <laughs> Wow. Okay. <laughs> and I and I love that literally not one week ago we go we're we're dropping like we're dropping gender, we're dropping <laughs> that will not that will not be a part of our naming convention. 
anymore. <laughs> I love it. I love um, it too. Um, okay. You want to go first? Um. Well, I mean, my response is kind of like narky and not fun, but I, I feel like you should report her. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's an option at this place. I mean, definitely get your license. Um, especially like, I feel like any place where like you have to go and be around people during COVID, like, um, I like, I wouldn't like, don't go to a new place and start over again. Like get, get that license. Um, but, and like get your money's worth. But I just feel like I, I totally agree. It's like, she's creating, this person is creating a hostile environment at her place of work. Um, so you have every right to be like, Hey, uh, person who owns driver's ed, this person has the following, uh, bad things that they've done. Uh, I felt very uncomfortable. Um, and you should know about that. Like contact the, the inner white woman inside of you and contact the manager. Okay. Everybody's got a manager. That's what I've learned in my 32 years on this planet is that everybody is answering to somebody and you can find that person and you can say all of this. Um, after you get your license. Yes. <laughs> I would say, I would say license. wait until you get your license. Cause you do not need the retaliation that might come from ratting her out in the midst of the class. And in the meantime, you got to circle up before she gets there, circle those kids up and say, and be, and like, first you got to make them think that you're cool. You got to yes. make them think you're cool. So give them cigarettes, give mm-hmm. them weed. I think yes. it's legal in Seattle. I don't know. I don't care. I don't remember. <laughs> give it to them. Give them whatever they want. And then once they think you're cool, you can reeducate them. Okay. And turn them against her and and be like when she says red means stop don't listen to that yeah because she's actually got about a lot of bad opinions and that's one of them so don't worry about stop signs kids california <laughs> roll through them all <laughs> um yeah and i also um the, the also evil but like you could write a, a nasty little yelp review i feel like everybody everybody's obsessed with yelp um do driver's ed places have yelp it's a business it's gonna be on yelp can you just also, put anything on yelp yes yes you can <laughs> i've only written one yelp review in my entire life and that was because a place served me a drink full of glass and then <laughs> still charged me for it so <laughs> I, and i was too scared to uh really push back so yeah. I, I did pay for it and then i was like Hey, um, so this place served me a drink full of glass. So, uh, just, just letting people know for safety. (laughs) Um, I feel like you get get your whole meal comped. If it's a glass full of glass, I got, and the, everyone was yelling at me. (laughs) It was crazy. Like the manager came out, the waitress, everyone was so mean. Like I was the one who, like I put the glass in. Um, yeah. Did you cut so, your mouth? Did you bleed? Did you start I bit bleeding into, into the, mouth? the glass and I, um, I didn't start bleeding, but it like went like, it was like on my tooth and I pulled it out and I was like, Oh, that's a shard of glass. And like put it on the table. And then I went to the bathroom and the manager took the glass <gasps> and then was like, can we get you anything else? And I was like, 
because <laughs> my anyway um i just want i just want to say like i'm not out here like willy-nilly leaving yelp reviews i've written i've written one and and it was i felt that it was important <laughs> but um um and then i could oh and also just a quick other side story is that the place where i went to driver's ed um someone drove a car through the wall <laughs> <laughs> that's made up that's not made up. It's real. Wow. Yeah. I believe women. So that is, <laughs> So I guess I have to believe you in this case. Um, what what so are your thoughts? I know. Um, well, I think we I think we said it. I think um, you have to escalate this situation. Go to the website. Like literally there must be a way for you to find out how the manager who the manager is like some there. Everyone. Everyone has a manager. So driver's Eve. Um you must escalate, but do it afterwards. You might even get a little like feedback form on her at the end of the class. I wonder if that'll happen. I don't remember driver's ed um, well enough to remember, but you definitely gotta, and you gotta, and you must share with the kids that she is cuckoo. Start making fun of her. Start passing notes. Start really going in on her when she's not in the room. Make them <laughs> laugh. Get it on film too. Actually, if you can record her saying some of this shit, really end her oh yeah you should start recording the whole class yeah so then you but then also yeah because you'll also really retain the information that way too and then you know when you're like driving you can be listening to it so you can remember all the stuff that you're supposed to be doing so it'll actually serve you in a lot of ways (laughs) and now i'm scared that no one really drove through the wall and that i'm just like perpetuating an urban legend i'm gonna look them but like my high school had a swimming pool in the basement or But I feel like that happened. Just a little bit of pushback from me and suddenly you're calling your entire memory of this incident into question. Well, I wasn't there. I mean, it really could be like a funny lie, but I am going to like do some research on it later and I'll let you know. But if you're from my hometown and you're like scoffing at me because I repeated the lie, um, just know that I already feel shame, even though I don't know if it's a lie. Okay. <laughs> um, should we move on? Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> we got our first email of the day. Um, I read the last one, so I think you should read this one. Fair is fair. Okay. Wow. This is the equality you wanted. Y'all wanted to vote. Y'all wanted to be president. Yeah, well, we're not allowed to do any of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Thank so. you. But okay. you can read emails. And that is women's rights. Hi, Joel and Mitra. Mitra and Joel love you equally. So I'm a big fan of weed. Epic. Uh, <laughs> being a bitch for no reason. I have really, <laughs> I have a really nice setup with my current dealer, wherein they delivered to my apartment. <laughs> Normal. <laughs> and they're always, usually always available. I should say I live in a non-legal state. So that's why I have to have a dealer in the first place. My dealer is a super cool young woman and I've even met her boyfriend and enjoy him as well. Anyway, a few months ago, she told me she was pregnant and had to stop smoking and drinking. This obviously seemed like good news, and I was so excited for them, mostly because the boyfriend was still going to be delivering. I hadn't really seen my dealer since she told me. I assumed a general pregnancy as a reason until this last week. She was in the car when I went to pick up, and she was smoking a cigarette. It didn't hit me at first, but as I was walking back to my apartment, I, uh, oh God, I, I realized what just happened. 
my amazing weed dealer was smoking a cigarette while pregnant. So my question is, do I say something in my head? I have a slight moral obligation to this fetus, but here's the thing. She has said nothing of her pregnancy since. So I don't know if something might've happened to where she isn't pregnant anymore. And if that's the case, saying something would only open up what I assume are rather fresh wounds. And more to the point, I really don't want to ruin what has turned out to be an ideal drug pickup scenario. Please help. Joel. I request that you please sit on my face. Mitra, you are invited to as well, but as a gay man, I simply wouldn't know what to do. My pro <laughs> Okay. My pronouns are he him and I look forward to hearing your advice. Okay. <laughs> um well First of all, I want to say that, you know, once Mitra's there on your face, you'd figure it out. You'd figure I also, it out real quick. It's I'm intuitive. Not, I'm not going to just sit there, babe. <laughs> She's going to be gonna, wiggling around. I'm going to help you out. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Live a little. Do it. <laughs> um, okay. What will we name this person? So we've got weed. We've got pregnancy. Fetus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Weedus. Um. Weedus. <laughs> Weedus <Lapidus>. Weedus Lapidus. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I mean, nothing. It's nothing, but it's something. It's nothing. It's it's sort of on the line of um, body dysmorphiero, where the the, (laughs) where fear really didn't have anything to do with the call. That is what I. That is what I can sort of offer in this time is um, a a non an an irrelevant reference. Um, (laughs) Perfect. An irrelevant dated reference that um, no one asked for and no one wants. Okay. Weedus lapidus. So weedus lapidus. I'm gonna start and I'm gonna say. None of your business. Absolutely top to bottom. None of your business. You have no moral obligation. Leave these people alone. Do your business with them and don't feel guilty. Yeah, I completely agree. It's pretty I feel like it's pretty simple to me as like you. First of all, this person was just sitting in the car. You don't know if they're they are still carrying a child. Um, You're not close enough with them to even know if this person is still carrying a child. So you absolutely have no right to comment on what this person is doing with their body. Like you have to, to comment on someone else's pregnancy. You have to first be close enough with that person to know if they are still pregnant. Like (laughs) I would say that is like baseline. If you don't know if they're still pregnant, you have no access to their pregnancy. (laughs) Like period. (laughs) Yeah. And I think, you know, that I think Weedus Lapidus knows that. I think what the reason he wrote this email is because of this, I feel like I have a slight more obligation to this fetus. And it's like, babe, you don't. There is no, you, like, your relationship is transactional. Mm-hmm. You you have no more obligation to that fetus than you might the fetus of your checkout girl at H&M. Because I know you shop there, you little queer. <laughs> Um, be be nice. This person is a DJ at H&M. <laughs> Have some respect. <laughs> I do. I respect you, Weedus Lapidus, deeply. But also, like, even if she was pregnant and even if she was smoking a cigarette, like, if you if she rolls up again and she is like clearly showing, like, eight months pregnant, you can see it, you can tell, you know what it is, and she's still smoking a cigarette. Unfortunately, I don't think you can say anything then either. Can you? Because let's I, let's plan for the future for uh, Weedus Lapidus's future. Chelsea's making a face. Chelsea's clearly uh, bothered that I said this, <laughs> um, but I I think that like you can't control what other people. I mean, isn't it like her body, her choice? Am I sort of twisting that that around in a really nefarious way, or am I right? Am I no? Correct? But I I would just say like 
no matter what, like you don't have a say over what this person does. Like what, what is the plan? Like you're like, Hey, stop smoking cigarettes while you're pregnant. And that like, and just to be clear, like we all know it's like, yeah, you're not supposed to do that, but like, or whatever, but it's, it's not your business. This is not your person. This, Maybe you she pay doesn't. this person to bring you drugs. Maybe she like, doesn't know. And in that case, you might. Maybe she's just been watching so much Mad Men that she <laughs> uh, is unaware that this is, you know, there's a re- maybe that's why she's a drug dealer. You know, who knows? I just think like. Like I, w- I would be incredibly resentful if any person had anything to say about anything that I do, <laughs> especially someone that I like someone that I'm not friends with, that I have a, tra- a 100% transactional pleasant, but transactional relationship with. You're not hanging out with this person outside of them coming to your house to bring you weed, like respect that boundary back off. Yeah. What are you um, pro-life? You pro-life <laughs> and gay like, pro-lifer. <laughs> And like, because, because this is a, this is a person who like, there's a warning on every single box of cigarettes. Like, like it says there's a warning on bottles of wine. There's a warning on cigarettes. Like I don't like you can be opposed to this and still, I I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm being too. Yeah. Sound off in the comments. Honestly, sound off. If if you are you allowed to call child protective services on an unborn child? <laughs> like I, I this is like an honest question. I wonder if that's because like if he two years from now she rolls up in her car and he's buying weed and she's smacking the kid around in a really violent way, then like yeah, call somebody. But I, it's like conflating those two things are is like dangerous though. I think yeah, that's what leads to you know marching outside of a Planned Parenthood. That's true. You're two steps away from marching outside of Planned Parenthood. Did you hear me? (laughs) It's just so complicated because it is like, I don't, I don't think like, like people should be like chain smoking while they're pregnant or whatever, but like, you just don't know what this person is doing with their body. Aren't you allowed to have like one a day? Isn't it like in the third trimester, you can have one a day. I have no idea. Like when we probably, like, I think we are probably not the people to like sound off on motherhood and childbearing and stuff, but it's like, it's not, people have different opinions on like what you can do. Like what if this is the one cigarette that she smoked her entire pregnancy and you happen to see it or something yeah. like you just don't know. Um, and I don't know. I think it's complicated and I feel like you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> so, yeah. But I, I think that you're good to continue to buy drugs from th- these people. Unless this is the other thing. Like that's your other choice is you discontinue the relationship. So out of sight, out of mind. If you're feeling that bad about what this woman is doing to the fetus, then you snip snapper out of your life and you find a new dealer. Yeah. But ultimately, it's not your child. If you want to weigh in, um, don't expect to have this person be your dealer anymore, I feel. Um, But who knows? Maybe she'll love the feedback. (laughs) Maybe we'll be teaching her something new. You never know. (laughs) Um, The whole thing's confusing to me. Well, And also, and I want to say really quickly, too, I, I actually think the sad thing happened. I, I actually think that she probably isn't pregnant anymore. Um, and that is probably the most likely scenario. And that's, that's a bummer, but like, clearly you cannot ask about that. And if they bring it up, you know, then, you know, good for you having such a close relationship with your weed dealer. But ultimately 
you must move on with your life. Yeah. Smoke some weed and chill out. Yeah, enjoy your drugs, king. <laughs> weed is what <laughs> it is. All right. That one was a doozy. Um, yeah. So we need to take a break. And then once we're done with that break, that's when we'll come back and we'll do the final two questions of the day. And now that you know exactly what is going to happen, we will take that break. <laughs> And we're back, 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 back again. Wow, um, Joel, I'm still reeling from that last one. I know. How are we, you? I'm still reeling too, um, but we have to charge on. We have to charge on. We have a very long email that I'm going to speed read through and hopefully okay. we'll be able to, to to sort this one out. Who knows? Who knows if we ever sort anything out on this podcast? <laughs> Hi, Mole and Jicha, Jicha and Mole. Uh, long time, first time, all that good stuff. So my boyfriend and I have been going out for almost four years. A few weeks ago, he went to a bar with some friends and ended up flirting with a girl all night. I'm honestly a very open person and don't care about flirting in the slightest. But since he feels the exact opposite, I don't flirt with other people out of respect. At the end of the night, he asked if he could kiss her. And when she said yes, he quickly got flustered, told her he had a girlfriend and left. Again, I literally would not care, but he made it very clear at the beginning of our relationship that he did not want to be open in any way. I've gained about 50 pounds over three years in our relationship, and even though I've been uh, more insecure about my body, I still love it. More cushion for the pushing, right? For about the past 10 months, I felt like he has been less attracted to me sexually, which has made my self-esteem plummet. He said he, that he thinks I'm beautiful and sexy, but he was always not in the mood or too tired. He's been battling severe depression and anxiety, so I figured it was that. I feel like I'm always trying to do sexy things or get him in the mood, and it rarely works. Well, I found a Reddit post he made in the relationship advice tag stating that he was never 100% attracted to me, and now with my weight gain, it is even worse. This broke me. It was every suspicion I was having about him and my own body confirmed. I honestly can't even look at myself in the mirror lately because of how unattractive I feel. He has been extremely remorseful, quote unquote, and is begging to stay together and does not want to throw four years out the window. But I don't know if that's possible. My question is, should I forgive him? How do I stop crying? When is it too soon to start fucking other people with a broken heart? Oof. I will also say this um, listener included the Reddit post in question and pictures of herself, and she is gorgeous. So hot and beautiful. So hot and beautiful. Um, okay. Um, what do we name this person? Rasputin's girlfriend. <laughs> Rasputin's girlfriend. <laughs> um, because um, she's dating someone evil. Right. Um, <laughs> That is true. She is dating someone evil. Um, Reddit. There's a Reddit post involved. Um, Sleeping with the enemy. Didn't we? Haven't we already done that? I don't know. (laughs) I I guess Rasputin's girlfriend is. I really. (laughs) I'm not going to have a different idea. So (laughs) we usually we usually max out at one idea per and mm-hmm. this time I have zero ideas. Okay. It's always so hard because usually the names are a roast, you know, yeah. there's a roasting component. And this person has been through enough. We don't need to roast her anymore. I only want to roast the partner. Yeah. Um, so Rasputin's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here. Um, listen, you definitely do not forgive this person. Um you must, must, must get far, 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 far away from him, as far away as possible in this pandemic. I couldn't believe that Reddit post. It was so mean. Like, I, you should, 
like even if we hadn't seen how like how much of a smoke show you are like you shouldn't be with someone like you would never tell your friend to be with someone who talks about you like that. I can't yeah. imagine any person would like even the person who wrote that. It's like, I, I like, I just can't imagine. Like if my friend came to me and was like, here's what my boyfriend said to me about me on the internet to strangers, I would be like, so livid. It it was so mean. Like I, I just like you like baseline be with someone who's nice to you. Like, period and and this guy was talking shit about your like everything about you and this there's so many problems we haven't even touched on the first paragraph of this email where he literally tried to kiss another girl and then chickened out he didn't even have the guts to go through with the cheating (laughs) what a little weenie well and he's the one who said that he didn't want it to be open so yeah uh yeah i I'm so like grossed out by this guy um, saying that he was never a hundred percent attracted to you. Like it's, it's all like full on like super villain stuff. Um, And I understand that like, you know, people's relationship to their weight gain makes them feel different ways, but like it is your partner's job to like be there for you and like, try and make you feel good about yourself. Like I, I, your partner should make you feel attractive or like Mm -hmm. contribute to your overall feelings of attraction. And, you know, it, you love your body and, and your partner should not make you feel worse about your body. Yeah. I feel like you tried to give him a little bit of an out by bringing up his severe depression and anxiety. And it's like, babe, join the fucking club who isn't severely depressed right now. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean you act like an animal on Reddit. Okay. That's like, there are ways to lash out and there are ways to like channel your anxiety and your depression. And there are things that are forgivable because of those things right now, like ordering Buca de Beppo. That's a forgivable manifestation of severe depression and anxiety. Okay. You (laughs) motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Writing a Reddit post of the kind that he wrote is not okay. And literally, like, when someone tells you who they are, believe them. And he's telling you, like, who he is. Multiple who he times. was in that Reddit thread, who he is when you were not around outside of that bar with that woman, you are doing him a favor, quite honestly, by by setting him free, because clearly he doesn't want to be in a relationship with you and you shouldn't want to be in a relationship with him. And as to when you can like, start fucking people, I say immediately. And it's I like it's just not a person who wants you to thrive, like like begging like him. You saying like, I can't look at the mirror myself in the mirror because of how unattractive I feel like that. I'm, I'm sorry that this person's actions have made you feel this way because it sounds like, you know, how much of a catch you are and how hot you are. You say you love your body. Like you, you talk about your good qualities. You know that those good qualities are there and can put them down on paper. And this person is making you doubt them. And that is a bad partner. Yeah. I feel like if there wasn't a pandemic happening, there wouldn't be a question of what you should do. And I I get that it's scary, especially if you're coming out of a four year long relationship. And that's probably why he's feeling remorseful and want and, and saying like, take me back too." is that this is the scariest time in the world to alter your relationship in that way but you gotta get out 
You must. Get you simply out. must. If there was ever a question in your mind, you must run far, far, far away. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry we didn't give you a better name. <laughs> hey, honestly, it was fine. <laughs> 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 um yeah get out of there like you're a fucking you're a prize hottie. yeah and he's a loser he's a clown barna we should have called her barnum and Haley, because she's the ringmaster of a clown thank you chelsea for that that shrug that i just got from chelsea <laughs> chelsea's really got opinions on her face today <laughs> yeah well you think that was better no <laughs> <laughs> She doesn't. She doesn't think it's humorous. That's the one. That's my one idea. Um, At least I'm listening. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) At least she's listening. (laughs) Thank you, producer Chelsea. Honestly, I am literally like burning a hole in Chelsea's face, looking so hard for approval. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Okay. Well, no pressure, Chelsea. No pressure, Chelsea, but time to do your job one final time and pull out that call. It's our final call of the evening, and hopefully we can, um, you know, make Chelsea proud finally. It's We're all really we starting want. to develop a dynamic with producer Chelsea, and it's different. I know. It's exciting. It's exciting. It's exciting. It's all taking shape. It's taking form, and it is us being begging for love. The need. The need. <laughs> Okay. Hi. So excited. Long time listener, first time caller, huge fan of the pod. Um, I'm going to try to keep this really short. It's kind of a long one. Layered. Um, so Spoiler alert, she I've doesn't. I've been with this girl for about six years. I would say up until this year, I would have called her my best friend. Um, and we went into college together formed the same group of friends, super tight-knit. And I would say that during our college years, a big (coughs) uniter for us was kind of, you know, being a little wild, being a little reckless, um, smoking a lot of weed. It was a big uniter for us. And obviously, it's been years now. We've all graduated. Some of us have different relationships with weed um, me, myself, I've continued to smoke. I am great at balancing it. It's fine. She has a very conservative family, very Christian. She's returned back to her hometown. She's not really engaging with any of that stuff, which is fine. I don't care. We're still friends. Um, but now, over quarantine, she started seeing this guy. And from the get-go, this whole situation is weird. She started seeing this guy who is super Christian, super churchy, and he had just gotten out of an engagement, and I don't know why, I don't know why she was into seeing this guy who's fresh on the market, but she did. Fast forward to now, been like eight months in the quarantine, and they're like talking about engagements themselves, and it is crazy, and this whole time, I have never met this guy, but I have hung out with her a few times. She makes it a point to get high with me, even though I'm not ever offering. The stuff is just always out and available. And I recently came to find out that this guy has no idea about our group of friends. He has no idea that she used to smoke or that she 
still like smoking. And I'm just feeling like I'm a part of this <laughs> double life that she's now created living back in her hometown. A lot of my friends in this college circle have just kind of decided they're not really close with her, so they don't care. But I used to call her my best friend, and I just don't know if I should confront her, if this is even my business. We don't even live in the same town, but we still talk, or at least I thought we did. I don't know. Just need some help whether I should just let this stuff sit. And she she went on so long it cut her off. Um, <laughs> and uh, our first call from inside of a tornado, yeah. which is pretty cool. <laughs> the eye of the storm. <laughs> um, maybe that's the name. I was gonna say, can that just be the, the name? lie of the storm? <laughs> the lie. Okay, because sure. there's a lie involved. We gotta get a pun in there. Lie of the storm. Yeah. Um, lie of the storm. Um, thank you for keeping it short. You were cut off because. <laughs> <laughs> was too long, but we did make we did make an exception. Normally, we would never even play a voicemail this long, but you know, this week we decided why not because we love the wind. <laughs> we love the wind. Mitra, thoughts? So, I feel like um, you hang out with her a few times in a month. Could you just be like, hey, can I meet him? Like, and see what she says. I, I feel like that would be my route to like having a discussion about it and seeing why this, like, because I feel like maybe she's just like compartmentalizing and not really thinking too much about it. It's like, this is my quarantine person. And then like the rest is like my other life before quarantine or whatever. And it's just such a weird time. And she's maybe not even thinking about the fact that you guys haven't met or that like this guy is not aware. I, I don't know. Like, it, I did you get from the call that like she was purposefully hiding everyone no and i i also don't like so she smokes weed with you and the guy probably doesn't know i don't think that's such a big deal in fact i think that you should celebrate that like i think you should celebrate being her refuge from evangelical christianity for a couple of hours or however long you guys spend together a month like she's hella rude for smoking your weed without without being offered but beyond that i don't think this is a quite a the double life situation that you're painting um at least i and i wouldn't and you you i sort of got the vibe that the caller thinks that she like feels dirty about well like, i, sort of I would definitely feel bad if my best friend's potential fiance didn't know i existed that after months like that that would make me feel bad it, it is weird if he doesn't know that her closest friend exists especially yeah. if it's someone that she's like spending time with several times a month like that that's a that's a decent amount of time to spend with someone especially during covid so it's like if he truly doesn't know that you are alive that is really weird and you should talk about it yeah and it feels like smoking weed is like the perfect way to broach that conversation like you're already you're already entering into this like s- scenario with a social lubricant that is like perfect for ambushing people yeah i i also think but i think like asking if you can all hang is like something that you could do and then it will force her to reconcile like reckon with the fact that like if she is hiding you why is she hiding you and if she's gonna marry this guy why does she feel like have to she has to hide a huge part of her life from the guy that she wants to marry say like hey can we hang out at your place this time 
Yeah. I just think like I would I would want to know the answer to that because it's I wouldn't want to be friends with anybody who wants to hide me. But also like, why would she be hiding you? Like, like, it's not like you guys are going out and like robbing banks and like, like yeah. I don't I don't know which but it would be cool if you were. But I yeah, you're not like bad to the bone like you're like it's it's like not like crazy that you're smoking weed together several times a month yeah. so um i think you're totally in bounds to ask questions and want to meet your best friend's potential future husband <laughs> absolutely absolutely let us know how it goes lie of the storm let us know how it goes and everyone listening please sound off on what you think was the worst name of today because i think this might be hall of fame worst names episode Um, i said at the very top our brains melting out of our skulls yes because again this is being recorded the week before the election and we're none of we're not doing well and I'm, i'm you know we might be doing progressively worse we might be doing better we might be exactly the same who can say who can say have I been changed for the better? Because I do. I oh. you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> like a comet pulled from orbit. <laughs> I sang that at my high school like graduation thing and sobbed. L- literally, was just like. We are like this is this is about us. <laughs> like there's so many pictures of me from it was like some like not it wasn't even graduation it was like some other thing and um but there's so many pictures of me like red faced with like tears streaming down my face because I just I just sunk for, for good, good from wicked like hugging my English teacher. <laughs> <laughs> what a loser. Who I'm still friends with, babe. <laughs> perfect perfectly on brand um well guys that's in the episode that is another flawless perfect episode of urgent care no notes we made a laugh riot there was certainly no dead air that we had to cut out (laughs) while we figured out names there was every name um a perfect pun and Um, i just want to say that why the reason why we landed on Rasputin was because I did listen to the Anastasia soundtrack today, so that is top of mind for yeah, me. Yeah, that is the worst person Mitra could have. We could have gone with Hitler's girlfriend. We could have gone, no. and <laughs> we, we could have gone with any other historical figure that was evil. But no, we went with Rasputin because of Mitra's musical tastes. Have a great week, everybody. <laughs> Have a great week. Please rate and review five stars on iTunes. We're getting dangerously close to 900. Oh, that's good. The, the listeners have really come through. So continue to rate and review us, please. Thank you Thank so you, much Chelsea. to everyone who has already done it. Thank you, producer Chelsea. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. RIP. Just kidding. He's here. Thank you, July. <laughs> Thank you to everyone at Earwolf. And Thank you, Mitra. Thank you, Joel. Seriously. No, you seriously. Bye.